What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of That Sounds Spooky, the podcast where we tackle everything from scary movies on down to not-so-scary movies. I am Chad, and joining me is uh, my my purge buddy, uh, Dom. Dom, how are you? Hi, everybody. I'm uh, Dom from the radio, as always. And uh, we've got a real moral quandary today. We're talking about The Purge. Specifically, the first movie in The Purge series, The Purge. Yes. Widely panned I, I, as the worst in the series. And I this understand is the, this why. Is the worst one? Yeah, this one oh, is considered okay. the worst. If this was the worst one, then I'm kind of excited to watch the rest of I them. because I, I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that good. I mean, it, it wasn't garbage. Like, I'm not going to give it like a... I mean, I might give it a low rating at the end, just purely for issues that I had with the movie. But like story wise, story wise, it's interesting. I think it was a about as middle of the road as you could get. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't yeah. think it was great. I thought it was just okay. So well, um, I mean, I understand your point. Um, let's break down the little plot of the purge. Actually, you know, I'll do my I'll do my little movie bit first. My info bit. Um, yeah, this movie did amazing at the box office. It it first premiered at the um, oh I had the name. What is it? The Stanley Film Festival in 2013. Uh, released about three months later by Universal. A three million dollar budget and it grossed almost ninety million. So that's incredible. I was gonna say the yeah. movie did not seem like it would have cost too much to make. Um, three million. I mean, three million is still a lot of money, but and yeah. As far as movie budgets go, that's not that um, bad. Directed by, let me pull this up. Directed by James DeMonico. Uh, I don't know what else he did, so I will look at that. One of the producers was Michael Bay, and you can really tell. Star-studded cast. At least the two. At uh, least I mean, the, I mean, I Ethan Hawke as um, the head of the, uh, the Ethan Hawke as Hobbit. James Sandin. Uh, his yeah. wife, Mary Sandin, played by Lena Headey, or Hetty. Who plays uh, yeah. Cersei in Game of Thrones? So you obviously know her. Oh, of course. Lena Headey is how you say her name. It was funny too because I wa- I watched this movie. I told Don this before we started recording. Well, actually, I didn't tell him this. He told me that that was uh, she was from Game of Thrones, and I said, yes. "That's where I've seen her from." Yeah. I spent the whole movie being like, "I've seen her in something." And normally, when I had that thought, I'll like stop and I'll look up the cast list real quick. But you know, I did, I, I this was now my third attempt to try to mm-hmm. watch this movie. So I just wanted to get it done so we could record the podcast. So I was like, I'll look it up afterwards. But yeah, so I, I knew uh, I knew it from. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, once you know, you, like you can't unsee it, that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, I looked up uh, James DeMonico, the director of this movie. And um, the only movie he directed before this was Staten Island in 2009, which is uh, Ethan Hawke again, Vincent D'Onofrio and Seymour Cassell. Never heard of it. He he directs the first two purge or the first three purge movies, and he's a producer on the second two. So he's still involved, and he was a writer on all of them. Yeah. So you've got that. Um, so you know, I I like when a when someone who makes the first of a franchise is involved with the rest of them, like how Mustafa Akkad is involved with almost every Halloween movie up until his death. Well, I mean, I think it's important. I think it's important to have the the person whose vision it is see throughout, because otherwise you get a. And this is going to be a, a weird. Uh, um, otherwise, you get a Rob Zombie Halloween and not a John Carpenter Halloween. 
I was going to say, otherwise you get a Star Wars sequel trilogy oh, that we got. Do I need to make my point about Star Wars again, Chad? Um, In the words of George Lucas, there never will be a 7, 8, and 9, because Star Wars is, was, and always shall be the story of Darth Vader. I read something, I read something, and I forgot, I, I, I forgot where I saw it. Um, $4 billion dollars does it sound it was something this week. I read it this week, and it was something where George Lucas said, um, "If he if he was ever going to make seven, eight, and nine, uh, Darth Maul was going to be like, uh-huh. and he was yeah. going to run like a gangster like squad." So this makes me he this makes me think about Cad Bane from the animated Star Wars stuff. Yeah, so he definitely had like a thought of making the, th- the, the last three, uh, whether or not he ever planned on it, obviously he says he wouldn't. So we have to take that at best, but, 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 but my point was, my point was, you know, you had JJ Abrams start the trilogy and then he Jay didn't, Abrams. he didn't, and then he didn't direct the second one. And then he did the third mm-hmm. one. And because, because he couldn't see his vision through the third movie was basically him being like, well, fuck, uh, he killed snow. Well, how can I so make I, up? How can I make this up? Yeah. Right. Right. And that's the thing. And, and, and you know, I um, I originally at said, least he's yeah. not M Night Shyamalan. True, you know, I originally said that the Last Jedi and and Dom, when I when I say what I'm about to say, you're gonna think it's very blasphemous. But let me let me fully get my point out. All right, um, get the boxing gloves. When the Last Jedi first came out, I remember saying that I thought it was my favorite in my top, like in one of my top like favorite Star Wars movies. I thought the Last Jedi at the time was good on the simple fact that it wasn't just the same story repainted into something else. I thought it was something different, and I, I credited Ryan Johnson when he directed it and thought, okay, at least he told a story that wasn't the same Star Wars movie. And then I realized. How and then I, I watched it a second or third time and I realized how big of a middle finger it was to the Star Wars fandom and I realized oh he literally gave no fucks about the story J.J. Abrams set up and had no fuck and did not care at all about how this trilogy was going to end did what he wanted because he knew he couldn't be held responsible for the next movie and dipped and I don't like that <laughs> you know I'm glad you wrapped it up with you saw the light because I was ready to end the episode. <laughs> Right. No, no. I and there are some parts of the last Jedi that I do like, but I just I can't get over the fact that he ruins Luke Skywalker and kills Snoke mm-hmm. and doesn't give JJ Abrams any way to make a movie that wasn't bound to be All I'm going to say is um when they announced the characters of like Rey and bringing back Luke and everything for the 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 start of the new trilogy I do remember uh, Team Forster on YouTube, one of them talking about, I really hope it just shows Luke on Ray's back training him like Yoda did. <laughs> or training her, even. <laughs> do a flip. I would have been, been okay with that movie. But uh, we don't talk about those movies. Anyway, The Purge. <laughs> yeah, from, from, as, as from The Purge to Star Wars, back to The Purge. Uh, as, wondering, as, no, Star Wars is not in the bucket and it never will be. As typical that sounds spooky uh, fashion, we talked about a classic <laughs> instead of talking about a bad movie. <laughs> Can I just point off, I mean, we're not even 10 minutes in and we already got derailed. That's okay. That's a classic. How long did it take, up to, how long did it take us to bring up Jurassic Park and Jaws? <laughs> I was going to say that. About, I, nope, I did it. We're not talking about Jurassic Park again. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, at least we won't talk about Jurassic Park on this episode. And then you went and did it. <laughs> yup. Oh. Purge. 
You can't help me. Purge. I got dinos in the brain. Always do. The Purge. Always do. You won't purge. know the basis of the Purge. For yes. the next 12 crime, hours, all crime, all crime is legal. I love how I love how the movie opens with like them dis- them like discussing what the purge is and then while they're saying all crime is legal there was still rules you had to follow. I thought that was funny. Uh, the thing that bothers me is all crime is legal except against government officials. It's like, oh, right, and so it's not legal. You're just a coward. And you can use any weapon you want as long as it is in within these ranks. <laughs> No, no, they legalized, like, class four weapons or whatever it was. Like, they opened yeah. up the, you know, let me look it up. Rules of the Purge. I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea what class four weapons are. So, um, The only rules during the Purge is that government officials must be, okay, no. Government officials must remain ranking, government officials ranking 10 or higher must remain unharmed, and the use of weaponry above class four is forbidden. I, I want to look up what the class four weaponry is. What is a class four weapon? Oh, class four weapons. Oh, I looked up class four weapons and it actually says, what were the restricted guns in the first purge? <laughs> uh, class four weapons, sometimes called uh, destructive weapons, destructive devices or DDs. They are bombs, grenades, nuclear weapons, flamethrowers, dynamite, rocket launchers, tanks, javelin missile launchers, Harrier jets, and so on. Okay. So those are so- not allowed. No. So, okay, you know, cool. the government weaponry is not allowed. So weapons that a normal human being... I like, I like that they classify Harrier jets. <laughs> right. My bad. I had my Harrier jet ready. Whoops. I was going to say, like, like Johnny down the street would be like, rev up my tank and get my Harrier jet ready. <laughs> so, it, actually, you know, let's, let's go over the little, the class, the class Wait, weapons here so our uh, listeners know. Rev up my tank should, should definitely state, should clear up the point that I have no idea how tanks work. <laughs> rev up the tank. <laughs> Chad, you realize a tank's not the thing to fish are in, right? <laughs> you know not, that much, right? You don't, um, you don't, you don't, you don't kill it using a tank by getting them stuck in the filter. Rise. Yeah, Nemo style. <laughs> Um, let me, um, let's go over a little, the, the class of weapons here so our viewers know, because I was actually curious as well. A class one weapon is a handgun, rifle, and shotgun, uh, imported to the United States. In order to p- import this weapon, you must hold a class one federal firearm license. They're usually semi-automatic. Like, uh, and again, semi-automatic as in one pull of the trigger fires one bullet. I had to go over a lot of training to learn basically just that. And I thought that was stupid. Um, class two weapons, handguns, rifles, shotguns, and silencers. Interesting silencer. These class two weapons are semi-automatic only, meaning each time the trigger is pulled, only one round is fired from the barrel. I think it means they're, a class two is their silence. I, I believe. Sure. <laughs> um, I'm reading this off a of blog, so. Class three is short-barreled rifles, short-barreled shotguns, and fully automatic rifles and handguns. So class one is a semi-automatic. Uh, the blog? Uh, man, it is the longest post I've ever... It says it's called Weapons Class in the NFA Explained, and it is so long. It okay, is... Right. Um, you know what? I will link it in the description. I was going to say, let's just link it. <laughs> no, I mean, I do find it interesting. So class one is a regular semi-automatic weapon. Uh, class two is a silent semi-automatic weapon. Class three is an automatic. Base. This is the simple version, and class four is a Harrier jet. 
How much does a Harrier jet cost, do you think? Oh, um... I'm looking it up. Uh, 42 million. Cost of Harrier jet. A Harrier jet... Uh, the USN estimates the cost of a remanufacture for each aircraft to be between twenty-three and thirty million dollars. Oh, so I was a little off. A used Sea Harrier jump jet cost a million and a half. Oh, okay. Ooh. So just if you're, gonna get a, if you're gonna you get a Harrier jet, get it used. How quickly can we monetize this podcast? Uh, not quickly enough to get a Harrier jet. Uh, I don't think. Not with that attitude. <laughs> is that All what right, we, guys, um, we, are launching, we are launching the Patreon. Can, yeah, can we start a Patreon? Uh, the highest tier gets a ride in the Harrier jet once I learn how to fly it. <laughs> you can be on gun control if there's guns in the Harrier jet. I just kind of want to fly it around. I don't really care right. if there's guns on it. I just want to fly oh, around cloud. No, my, my favorite spot in any kind of Warcraft plane just warplane aircraft would be just whatever like the rear gunner is. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those like old movies. They're like, oh, get to the rear gunner. It's just like one guy with a machine gun, doo, 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 just like shooting down enemy planes. Do you think I'd be really good at that because I used to play asteroids all the time? <laughs> so if you, if you can win asteroids, you can fight, you can, you can operate weapons on a Harrier jet. It's very simple. Oh, I had a... Uh... I had a, there was a, a machine at a local little movie theater arcade that we had that still had asteroids. And uh, they still implemented high scores, which I found funny. And I was unbeaten on that one. So you want to challenge my asteroid score? I don't think so. Unfortunately, asteroids oh, and Harrier jets are not legal in the purge. So we have to get back to that movie. I, I love, I love, I love androids though. I love that game. So I'm always down to play. Androids? Or asteroid, sorry. <laughs> there we go. You uh, really but, can. Let's get to let, let's get back to the the the, the, the game, plot of the movie. But one game I would never play: The Purge. Yes, The Purge. So for twelve hours, once a year, all crime is legal, including, as the Wikipedia says, murder, arson, theft, and rape, except against Ooh. government officials. And emergency yes. services are unavailable until seven a.m. So you're fucked. Anyway. Yeah. Um, the plot of the movie says, you know, by the year 2021, which is next year, so if they're implementing the purge, they got to hurry up. It's be Trump's last executive order. <laughs> the purge. <laughs> that would sound very... Uh, the, oh, um, no, I do love the thing that I just remember. It was like, Trump's not going to get elected. It was like two years later. It was like, Trump can't do that. And it was like two years after that. Like, man, I hope my district wins the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> I know those are unrealistic uh, outcomes, but wouldn't the Hunger Games be interesting at least once? Um, if I have to choose between the Hunger Games or the, and the Purge, I'm going with the Hunger Games. I think I, I think I, I think I Can go with the. Can we skip Hunger the tyrannical Games. government though? Yeah, yeah. Can um, we just have the yeah? Forget. Wasn't there an age limit for Hunger Games? Um, I'll look it up. My point being, I think I'm. If there was, I think I'm closer. To not um, be there wasn't there wasn't a oh you have to be at least twelve years old. Oh, okay. I thought it was like from like twelve to like young adult. I thought like you had a likelihood of being picked. I don't know. I haven't read no. the Hunger Games in a very long time. You no. know, I don't know. Um while we're talking about this, I will look it up. <laughs> yeah. Because I cause um, my point my point was I think I have a likelihood of 
of a, a likely a, a greater likelihood of not getting picked for the Hunger Games. So I think I would go Hunger Games over. I don't think that's how that works, but okay. But I don't. But I get. But yeah, I don't know if that's how that works either. But either way, the, I, the, it, I, I know the one thing I know about the Hunger Games is it's added every year from when you're 13 to 18. So by the time you're 18, you have like seven yeah. chances to get pulled from that bucket thing. Speaking of yeah. buckets, I have our bucket, the bucket of bucket this year. And I think every time you go up for extra food rations, you get put in again. Isn't like the Hunger Games only like four, every four years, though? I think so. Yeah. So just no. by doing the math, you have a better chance of surviving a, a government that enforces the Hunger Games over a government that enforces the Purge. Unless they just nuke you like they did with District 13. True, true, true. Uh, so, I don't like no, either, here's my but, quandary for you. Um, okay. Hunger Games with the chance of being nuked or the purge? Um, I think I still go with the Hunger Games. 100%. I'd still go with the... I, I'd rather be nuked. Yeah. Uh, can I just take the nuke option? <laughs> can I just be wiped off the face of the earth and not participate <laughs> in either? I just look at what I have a more a more likely case of, of death. And yeah, a nuke would definitely do the job, but like... Uh, Your Honor, firing squad. But I did. They only. But I just feel like even them nuking a country, a, a district, is still least less likely than dying in the purge. So I. Or so I would, you hope. Or so I hope. Um, but I still think I take my chances in the Hunger Games than I would in the. Purge. Admittedly, I just don't want to talk about the purge. <laughs> Chad, do you want to take the uh, story overview on this one so I don't put my sure. head in a vice grip? Sure. So the movie starts off. Um, Ethan Hawke's character he sells James security. Sandy. Yeah, he he sells security equipment, and his entire neighborhood has bought security equipment from this guy. And basically, he used that money that he he uh, charged all of his like community to build an add on his on his house. And uh, one of the one of the neighbors mentions that to um, the 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 woman who played the uh, Cersei's and um, Mary. Yes. Uh, yeah, they hint at it, and so immediately off the bat, I think to myself, "Okay, this neighbor is going to try to kill this family." Now, see, now I have a question um, already. Now, yeah, would you give a shit? No, and and that was the point I was going to make. He, <laughs> I would not care. I'd be like, "Well, he option. did do his job." You have the option. You were the one that made the conscious effort to b- buy his security equipment. Let him do what he wants with his money. The thing that Here. makes me laugh the most is. So the husband has a job selling security systems, right? Yeah. And he acknowledges later on in the movie that theirs isn't that good. He said, "Motherfucker, what?" <laughs> yeah, he did say ninety-nine percent effective. Okay, but he was like, "But he was like, it's not made for worst case scenario." You live in the fucking purge universe. Why would it right. not be made for worst case scenarios? True. Yeah, I and and that was one of the things that I found really. Uh, um, there's we, a, there's again, a problem that I have with the security system. It should come up later, but I'm going to bring it up now. When their okay. house gets attacked later on, the people attacking them use a truck to pull the metal sheet shielding off of their house. Yeah. That tells me it's not 99% effective. And that also tells me point, that you were that using was, fucking aluminum. And that was the, that was the point I was going to make too. I was going to say, for a guy who says his security equipment was 99% effective, it's... Mm-hmm. Much like, and and that's I want to know where they found why, the hole to hook the chain on. Why did the guy who kept threatening, like, we have special equipment that can take down your security system? He made it sound like he had like a hacker who's gonna like hit a button and like disable it. He literally. I had just a, wanted. I just wanted the dad to shoot the dude through the door hole. 
Like anybody could have like, yeah, he, he was literally just a dude with a truck. Like I could have fucking took down this guy's security system. <laughs> you know, with your can do attitude, my Eagle Scout training, I think we could have gotten to their house. I think we could have. He literally tied chains to it and, and drove a truck. Like that wasn't even, hard. I don't even think you'd need that much seeing how flimsy it was. Right. You just like so you just set up a really big stick with a rock under it and get a fulcrum going. You could probably lever it right off the house. Exactly, exactly. Um Do so I guess we'll style. Touch, I guess we'll touch on so the neighbor brought this woman cookies. I thought the cookies were gonna come into play later. I thought they were I was hoping the cookies would be like a bomb. We're gonna go back to the cookies at some point. They never did. Um I, I do think the cookies was just a way to get the neighbor to say the shitty line about it's almost like we paid for the extension on your house. Right. It's like, right. yeah, no shit you did because you did business with him, dummy. Yeah. Like, and that, I, I don't know if that says. Imagine resenting the Girl Scout that wins a bike because you bought 100 boxes of cookies. I don't know if that's just what it says about, like, the upper class who have that mentality. I don't know. Oh, I don't no. want They go into it in the next, and they go into it in the rest of the series. Okay. They go right. into it that the upper class is just all assholes. Okay. Well, I mean, I that guess just that's everyone something... who's like rich during the purge is a dick. Okay. Well, I mean, which all which right. is shown in the group of upper echelon people that chase down the homeless man that comes into the movie. Right. You want to get right. right into the actual purging? Yeah. Well, hang Since on. The beginning we of the that, story we, isn't important. Before we, before we, there are a couple things in the beginning of the story that are important. I mean, um, that's daughter, fair. The daughter. The daughter is. We'll we'll go through them quickly. The daughter oh, is yeah, dating. No. Yeah. Yeah, She's in high school. He's already graduated. Yeah, made me uncomfortable. Um, but so this weirdo's dating a, a high schooler. My my stance, real quick. My stance on that has always been, um, if if a guy who is that who is dating somebody and he's no longer in high school and he's dating someone in high school, unless they knew each other while they were both in high school, because I my my ex at the time I met her in high school, so there was a year where she was in high school and I wasn't. That's different. But if you are like also, significant, I don't think it would be weird if he was like a year older. True, but they but imply was, that he's like nineteen and she's a I freshman. It was old enough to where the dad had a problem with it. Um, for anyone, he was old enough to own a gun. For anyone listening who is a uh, is a high schooler and is being um, approached approached to date by someone significantly older than you, kick him in the nuts. Uh, they're, fucking, they're fucking weird, and clearly, if they were good, like weren't fucking losers, they would have people their own age interested in them. Let me let me Just give this to anyone who's listening. No offense. But there's nothing appealing about you at 16. Especially to that somebody who's a not a pedophile. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, we just had to spend really weird. That guy if was you're pro- If you're a freshman in high school and there's a senior hitting on you, call the police because he's probably going to kill you. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know if he'll kill or you. Or he's, he's just a weirdo. Weird. He's definitely weird. But anyway, but, uh, I digress. It was very weird. Chad, that guy it's better to instill fear in them. <laughs> all right. This is a horror podcast, after all. He's going to kill you. Another, he's going to eat your flesh and wear your face like a mass cannibal Lecter style. They're going to turn it into a movie. Seniors be um, like, fuck a freshman, then fuck a freshman. Another character Sorry, in the Mom. movie is, Sorry, is the son. That? Another character is the son, and he makes this, Charlie. like, it reminded me, yeah, he named it, he named his little, like, robot toy car thing timmy it reminded me of sid from toy story who like frankenstein it re- because toys. it's like a burnt baby doll on a toy tank tread yeah yeah it reminded um, me of that you know what that reminded me of uh, someone who has severe developmental issues and should probably see a therapist 
So, but uh, because he 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 manufactures a a voyeur robot out of a burnt up baby doll, and then spies on his sister in the kitchen. You're like, that's weird. I thought he, I thought he spied on his mom in the kitchen. No, it was his sister. Oh, well, I, because his sister was wearing the schoolgirl uniform, which almost made it uh, more uncomfortable. Yeah, um, that was regardless. I, though. For it, for emphasizing the fact that he's basically an adult and she's a teenager, the relationship with Zoe and the boyfriend. Yeah, there's a lot of there. There is an uncomfortable up close making out and touching scene, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna shoot myself. Yeah, it yeah, it made me. It is. It's one of the reasons I genuinely not a fan of this movie because, like, I was sitting on the couch watching this movie, and I just I got up and started washing my dishes. I was like, anything to not see or hear this. I'm uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure at that point in the movie, I got up and went to my fridge and grabbed a beer and then came back and it was over. And I said, oh, good. So, um, but only but one the- beer after having to see that. Um, well, I, I drink many beers uh, while watching this movie, but I was only I drink them one at a time because I don't want them to get so, warm. Whoever's yeah. listening. Can we get that soundbite of Chad just going? I drink many beers. I drink many beers <laughs> in my text. Um, phone. <laughs> Those, but those two plot points are important. Um, but I agree with you. We can pretty much yada yada the rest of this until the yeah. So basically, the son has a weird hidey hole in the closet that apparently no one knows about, even though the dad like did everything all over the house. Uh, the girl's dating an adult, and it's weird. Uh, the neighbors don't like them because they made money off of them for buying security systems, even though they willingly bought them. Neighbors don't like them because they willingly bought a product that that guy was selling for his job, and it's now add on to their house with the money he earned working. <laughs> I think the purge just shows that everyone is an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> my priest it's, is a good guy. How would he be during the purge? <laughs> I'm kidding. I, Some people are genuinely nice. I don't think my mom would be out there shooting people from the roof during the purge. I, and, and that's and that brings up an interesting an interesting like who who in the who, I would really like to see the people who would w- openly admit like oh yeah I'd go out hunting like that's like I don't think anyone admits I that. wouldn't go out people hunting right um I think it w- I would do exactly what no, this you know what that's not true I've seen a lot of stuff where people like so they talk about the purge and they're like you know what could happen during the purge and. Uh, something I've seen so many times, actually, kind of funny. It always comes up around Halloween. It's people who go pe- who want, who talk about going people hunting using the like sex offender registry. Yeah, I'm like, okay, and I shouldn't be, laugh at that, but they're monsters be, anyway. And that would be like, I guess that would be one. We- Can I just say, the- um, the, the that sounds spooky podcast does not condone homicide. No, 100. This is all theoretical oh. speak. We do not I- condone murdering anybody. That would be the only twisted positive is you could potentially get really dangerous people. You could off potentially the- remove a, a serial rapist or a pedophile, yes. Or, yeah, You're still or murdering just someone, so I wouldn't condone it. But no, I would definitely do what this family did, which was I would bunker down and not let anyone in. Uh, but obviously they let somebody in. Um, I, would, uh, I would take my snake tank, move into the bathroom, and then just sit with a rifle pointing at the door. See, I live, my parents live in the backwoods in the middle of nowhere. The only people next to us are our neighbors that we've known for a very long time, and they're not upper class. So Chad, I tr- all I'm saying, I've seen pictures of your house. You've shown me, like, the roof and everything. If yeah. you need someone to defend that house during a purge, 
<laughs> You'll be right there. I'll grab a three out of eight. That's all I'm saying. My dad, my dad has a lot of guns, so I, f- I feel like my house. Can I be, be friends with your dad? Of course. <laughs> I, I actually, th- I actually think you and my dad would get along very well. Does he also like guns and alcohol? But he loves guns. Instant friendship. <laughs> yeah, my dad does not. My dad, my dad does not drink, but he is definitely that, a gun. That's fair. And, yes, guns and but, alcohol together. Bad idea. Back to the purge. So purge, they're, they're even worse lockdown. idea. They're in lockdown. They're 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 bunkered down. Um, the girl goes back to her room because she says, "I'd rather if I'm going to be a, a miserable, I'd rather be miserable alone in my room." And she goes there, and then I just say before this scene, Ethan Hawke gives a really shitty talk to his family, and I mean shitty as in borderline just being rude about like what did he, what he, he he's just kind of rude to his family through this movie. He. Like he he bitches about the boyfriend, but in like, there's a way you can talk about it, and then there's a way that you're just blatantly being an asshole. Yeah, and I think Ethan Hawke really walks the line of being blatantly an asshole this whole movie. I mean, that's a good. And, uh, there, and that's I, there is the redemption scene later that I will say. Yeah. I'm not going to mention Ethan, it, but but that's a very good point because like Ethan Hawke's character, James, he's Sandler. not. Right. I spent most of the movie not liking this man, and it, it had yeah. nothing to do with the fact that he, like, because at first, at first, I found him immensely, uh, immensely like positive. I was like, you know what, like this, these, these neighbors aren't gonna like him, and they're gonna try to kill him because he earned money and bought his family family an add on. And you know what, good for him. Like I respect yeah. that. But then he started talking, and then I was like, then I was like, okay, I actually don't really like this guy that much. And then he just, opened his mouth, and you go, oh, you just suck. Well, his viewpoints, his viewpoints on the purge are just really disturbing. <laughs> Pro purge. Yeah, I would never allow. I would never you deny know, their, their right to purge. It's like what? Yeah, I have a question for you, Chad. Yeah. Since we did see that that the one one of the sequels is called the Forever Purge. Yeah. Say theoretically, the country does fall into a forever purge. How long do you take to resort to cannibalism? Live long enough to have that choice, and I'm and that's that me. That wasn't you know, the answer to my question. <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I'm just saying. I, I don't think I ever need to worry about that. Well, you know, <laughs> here's another question. Say someone in that abode of yours is dying from a gunshot wound, and they're like, "Hey, we're out of food. Once I die, eat me." Um, Are you okay I with that? I don't because it's, it's either that or starving to death. Is my what I'm putting it forward here. If you had to if you had to do that so you wouldn't starve to death, but before they died, they said they were okay with it. I think would I'd rather starve eat that than person. No, I think I'd starve over eating my family or friends. Um, you're an idiot both ways, because clearly there's a gun, so I would take the bullet. And, and you okay, well to myself, Chad, I wouldn't regardless. eat someone and I wouldn't starve to death. Well, regardless, um, luckily no one had to eat anybody in the purge. You know, you know what I would do. Huh. If I had to like amputate my own limb during the purge, I think I'd be more okay with eating that than eating someone I knew. Okay, fair. Um, would you? But, yeah, see, here's another one. Would you eat? Say you have to amputate your leg from the knee down, just because it's like broken and it's not going to heal right, and you'll be what? So whatever. It's not diseased. Is what I'm getting across. Would you eat that leg to survive? Um, and there's there's no other food. Like for, I've just ran out. There's of There's no food. You're out of food. You've got one and a half legs now. So I I guess I'd eat my leg if that was my only option. 
or would you take the third option of the revolver in your holster? Um, I, I think once I'd, again probably go the revolver, not eating my I, own leg. I think I'd eat my own leg. Um, but would you really? But I think that's as far as I think that's as far as uh, cannibalizing that I would go. I would eat my own limb if I had no other option. Well, I'm glad you didn't go the way of the Donner Party. Yeah, no, I'm not eating anybody. Uh, that's not no, 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 no. <laughs> so. Chadley Dahmer. But uh, but back to the purge. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm just doing my best to not talk about the purge because it's not a good movie. Yeah, I want to. I, I, I will say once the so obviously we've talked about the fact that there are purges that do invade the house. Once they actually invade, I think it becomes a semi decent home invasion movie. I see. But leading I actually, up to the purge, it's so goddamn boring. So it was boring. It was up. So it, for me, it was boring until the boy. So okay. So um, the yeah, girl goes. Going with the 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 daughter goes into her room. Her boyfriend's there. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, I snuck in while you guys Keep were in eating. Mind, this is after they they did lock down the house at this point. Yeah. So he's he like, I snuck the in. The dad locked down the house for the night, and then everyone went their separate ways, which is stupid, and I'll complain about the blocking later. Yeah. She was like, I, she, she, he said, I snuck in before you guys locked down the house. I want to talk to your dad about us and, and, and talk to him and, and, and convince him to, to, to approve of us being together. Because uh, he can't throw so, me out. But, yeah, and that was after a creepy makeout scene that made me uncomfortable. Um, creepy makeout scene with an underage teenager. Yeah. So then he left. So then he leaves and he heads to um, the living room. Around that time, too, the son is playing with his little remote control spy toy. His little voyeur bot. Is that there's a homeless man running down the street begging people to let him in because they're, co- they're going to kill him. Um, and do you so know he about then. Scene? Yeah. Are they with the purgers? Um, I don't know if this was a purposeful social commentary. Um, keep in mind that he is homeless. What race is the homeless guy, Chad? He is African American. What race are all the purgers? They're, oh, they are. They are all white. They're it's all very, white. I was like, I, am, I, I even told my mom, and she's like, "Of course they would do that." All white people I mean, hunting down to this homeless black guy, and I feel like they made him black and the other people all white on purpose. I mean, that was definitely the message. No, no, I mean, yeah, I think- I, like. And I feel like, well, because they do talk about the fact that, like, in, in the beginning, that the purge mainly is just abusing the poor. Yeah. Like, the rich hide themselves away in, like, super bunkers, and the government yeah. officials are untouchable. Yeah. And they just I'm, have this, like, yeah. it's like poor and homeless people that just get shafted by this. I am firmly, I am firmly on the on the side of it's definitely so they can eradicate the poor. I would definitely be that side of the purge. It's right. pretty clear that's what the point of the purge is. Yeah. Um, so, but regardless, um, the the uh, son, Billy, right? That was what. That's what he. Yeah, Charlie. So I, I Char- can. I think I'm decent enough to take the story from here if you want. I also have the wiki up in front of me to help us. Sure. Charlie lets the the home. They just call him like the homeless man. They don't give him a name. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't identify ever, himself. I don't think they ever give him a name. Um, Charlie disables the system and allows this guy in. And James races and like slams the arm button and holds this guy at gunpoint, the homeless guy. Like, why yeah. are you here? How'd you get in? That kind of thing, even though he knows that his kid disarmed it. Henry is the boyfriend of Zoe, the daughter. Henry comes downstairs and just starts firing on the dad, just unloading bullets, trying to apparently trying to kill him. Yeah, I don't understand what his next move would have been. I don't Henry. know. But it's just like, I'm here to talk to your dad to see if he'll let us be together. Bah! Bah! 
Oh. I'm here to win your I'm here to win your family over by killing your dad. Like Yeah. Your dad can't say no if there is no dad to say no. Yeah. I'd have to assume um, that the next move is gonna be to kill everybody else, but well, thankfully he didn't make it that far in. Uh yeah, but he just like and um so what happens is James the dad fires back and mortally wounds Henry. Thank God. Ethan Hawk Ethan Hawk gonna Ethan Hawk and just shoot the guy. Yeah. I still want to know why, like, I, it's just bizarre, like, why was he just trying to murder his girlfriend's dad? Yeah, well, I, it's, he was uh, a fucked up individual. I did, I looked this up at one point, because I wanted to get an explanation, and one answer that I found that kind of makes sense is, um, excuse me, is the, the, the point that. The Purge's whole basis is to show that mankind is inherently evil. And so using the Purge as a state to get all your aggression out, murder almost doesn't seem, doesn't have like as much of a weight as it does on the Purge night. Because it's just murder during the Purge. And that was a really interesting, like that was his way of getting his aggression out, was just killing the dad. And they were like, well, yeah, it's Purge night. And I mean, it's still stupid. He's still an idiot, but they were just like, it just it doesn't hold as much weight because he's killing someone during the purge. Yeah. And um, so James fired, I think he hits Henry in the arm or the stomach, but he wounds him. No, I think, I think he shoots him. I, I, I think he shoots him like right in like the ribs. Well, he has enough. I don't know. Even if you shot on the ribs, he has enough energy to crawl upstairs and James finds him dead on the floor later. Yeah. Um, so during that chaos, as it says, uh, the homeless guy disappears. Um, I just think it's weird that he's just gone. You don't see him for another decent yeah. amount of the movie. Yeah, um, he does a really good job of hiding in the house. Th- yeah, through the cameras. Through the cameras, <laughs> you see, they see him out of focus for like a second. You see him out of focus for like a second. Yeah. But through this whole cameras and everything, they see that there is this gang of people wearing like porcelain doll masks, very armed. Yeah. And the leader, who is just the most stuck up Christian cult esque. I don't know who the guy. Who, I don't know who the guy. I don't know the actor who played him, but he did a very good job. He made me hate him. He did a very good yeah, job. That's fair. Um, I'll find out who played him. Reese Wakefield. Okay, well, Reese Wakefield did a good um, job. He was also in True Detective. He was in oh, okay. Sanctum and not much else. Nice. But, um. Does he return for any of. Oh, I guess he dies. I was going to ask if he returns in any of the Purge movies, but oh, he no, dies. He is so a, no. Well, uh, we'll get into that in a minute. So oh, the, he okay. shows up and he's like, he, he's, he's labeled in the credits as polite Purge leader, but I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> no because he's just a dick. He was he was not he was like, not for example funny. when one of the other purgers screams like hurry up and give it to us now he shoots him in the head immediately um i think by i think by polite they mean calm but um he's like yeah well here's what's gonna happen is you're gonna give us back the homeless man he calls him a lot of names like pig and filth and he's he, he yeah. exists nothing more than for us to unleash the beast um yeah. and if you don't give him back we're going to break in your house and kill everyone, not just him. Yeah. Um, they're, all, they're all concerned. The wife is like, that'll help. The, the security system will hold out. And James goes, 
No. Not really. Well, there's definitely a way that they can disarm it. Like, Yeah, pulling it off the wall. I love how he names like these radical, like, oh, they could tunnel underground. They could smoke yeah. us out. There are definitely ways. He doesn't smoke say... Smoke us out. Oh, they, I don't think they could. It could it could, but like that's the thing. He, he names these radical, crazy ideas to make me think. But not oh, the simple ones. Unless they have some radical way of getting in, you'll be fine. They literally ripped it down with a truck and a chain. Can I, say, like, can I say there is a fantastic scene though? While they're waiting for their quote-unquote special weapons to arrive, the purgers are like dancing on the front porch in front of the camera, and they're playing on the swing in the yard. It's actually yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, it was, um, it was, it was, that was a cool scene. I like that I, scene. I just love the scene where the lead, like, female purger always, she always has her mask on, but she's just on the swing uh, playing, and the lead purger is staring straight into the camera while pushing her on the swing, and you're like, that's creepy. That makes yeah. me so uncomfortable. They did a great job of being absolutely oh, fucking terrifying. Like, they really do a good job of being creeps. Um, it's amazing what wearing a mask will do. Like, that's yeah. such a, that's, he, no, he took his mask off, and he was still weird. True, true. He looked like a sinister but, um, man. He looks like his mask is the problem. But yeah. um, James decides to give him the homeless man. His family all protests against it. And uh, after they, you know, they subdue him, they, they kind of beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, he, James has his wife stab the man in the stomach to subdue him. What a way of subduing him by nearly killing yeah. him. And that's and that's oh. the part that's and that's what I'm saying about Ethan Hawke's character. Like he's a, he's, he's a I garbage really, human being. I really wanted to like him, and I and I totally admire you know whatever 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 needs to be done to defend my family. Defend my family. But then he just, and, and but then well, he's that like comes well, in. But I'm totally okay with sacrificing this man who I'm like also fucking maiming with my with a knife like that. And that's the thing where it's just like oh I get like I get your concern for your family, but like. That's a human being. <laughs> like, well, the thing is, and they're like, and the uh, and, and and the homeless guy's like, go ahead, do it so you can save your kids. And Ethan Hawke has this moment of like, oh god, I really can't do this. This this guy's actually nice. And yeah. so they don't, they don't turn him over. The purgers break in and just wreak havoc. Um, one guy gets killed by getting his face slammed into a pinball machine, which has to be a probably one of the top murders I've seen in a horror movie. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it was Your good. Death by pinball. Um, a few people get blasted. Ethan Hawke almost gets an axe in the back. Uh, he overpowers a bunch of. Uh, there's one scene where the wife gets caught by two of them, and the wiki says she's humiliated by the purgers. One of them tickles her. Yeah. It's weird. I don't get it. It kind of makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, James kills like three of them. Sorry, Ethan Hawke is James. He kills like three yeah. of them. He turns to walk around the corner and then just has a knife in his stomach from the lead purger. He yeah. literally just turns the corner into a knife. And that's it. Yeah, Ethan Hawke then he dies. He crawls down the stairs and dies in the arms of his family. And, yeah. um, and then, and then it shows it shows in the security cameras that the the, the neighbors in the area are walking mm-hmm. up. And they shoot everybody who's outside, and yeah, the neighbors I don't know, overpower the purgers. Yeah, I don't know if we're meant to think. I don't know if the movie's trying to make us think. Oh, thank God the neighbors are coming! But I literally thought, uh, no, we coming. all knew immediately. Oh, and the the leader Grace is the lady who the leader of the neighbors uh, is the lady in the beginning who was like, it's almost like we paid for your addition. Right. Um, Mary's like, oh, thank God you're here to help us. And she's like, no, no. 
you weren't theirs, you were ours. Yeah. They tie up a woman and her two children who are who are just watched their father die. Um yeah. and they start preparing this weird ritual to kill him. And oh the homeless man shows up and shoots one of them dead, one of the neighbors dead, and holds Grace hostage. Um Mary stops the neighbors from killing anyone else. She's like, We're not having any more killing tonight. Then it cuts to morning where they're all just sitting around the coffee table, and that must have been the most awkward four hours. I was gonna say that's gotta be such an uncomfortable four hours. And um and the kids are mourning the loss of their father. Mary's like, So did you enjoy your neighbor's party? Which was the plan to kill the the Sandins. To which one of them is like, Yes, very much. So I'm like, fuck you. Um, Grace tries to take the shotgun from Mary's hands. Mary hits her with the shotgun, hits her with the butt of it straight in the nose, slams her head into the table, and she comes up with just a face full of blood. And I'm so I happy. Like, I literally was like, what a fucking badass. Hell yeah. She's like, no more killing. And then the purge, the chime, the sirens go off, the purge is over, and the neighbors just leave. Can you imagine, like, living in that neighborhood? How uncle, like, can you imagine, like, knocking on their door I and asking? I guarantee they moved. I hope so. You know what else they could have done? Huh? They could have just waited till the next purge, not engage a security system, wait for those neighbors to walk in, and just blast them as they walk in the door. I guess so. I think I'd rather just move. The truth is, if I was the mother, I don't know if I would have been strong enough to be like, no more killing. I, In defense of my children, I probably would have gunned them down. And that's the thing that where like I, I I like and that's the thing I, I like about this film is it, it makes you question. It's, it's supposed to show that humanity can be redeemed, right? And it Even makes you well. Suck. I think I think it makes you also question like your morality, your like your morality, and like what would I do if like if this was happening, my children were at in danger. You know, I'm not a father, but I have to assume that like you know if I was like yeah, you tried to kill my my kids like I. I don't know if I have it in me to just be like, no, you guys can go. I don't know. I don't know. No, I've got to be honest. Um, I would not go out and kill people. But um, Night of the Purge, if it, comes, comes, in, your family, if it comes down to them coming after me to kill my, me and my family, you're not making it out of my house. That's, and that's the thing. Like, I think, I think that's everyone's viewpoint. Um. Mm-hmm. But that's why I like the movie. Like, it's like, would you yeah, have? Like, the I'm not gonna have- be that guy. I'm not gonna be that guy in the beginning who's like, my boss has it coming. I'm gonna get him. I'm not yeah. gonna be that guy. But like, I have no problem immediately defending myself. Correct. Yeah. So I don't know. I I didn't think the movie was as bad as well, uh, you on. thought. I thought it was a very average movie. Hang on. Okay. I looked something up here. Okay. The Stranger, the Homeless Man. Yeah. He's in all three of the first movies. Oh, that's cool. He's a real character. Dante Bishop. Apparently there's someone in the second movie called Big Daddy and someone called Ghoulface, so I can't wait for that. Are any of the other original family members in it or no? Mm, Let's find out. No. Probably not. I can't imagine Cersei's just like, well, I'll keep making Purge movies. No. No offense to the Purge. No offense to the Purge, but I'd rather be in Game of Thrones. Right, right. Apparently, in the television series The Purge, which has two seasons, uh, Ethan Hawke comes back in season two. Oh, really? Does he, does Still he not come back? Watch and, it, but does he play? I can't imagine he plays the, his original yeah, character. Same character. 
Oh, so yeah. it's like a prequel then. No idea, and I'm not going to watch it. So. I mean, that intrigues me a little bit, but I don't know if it intrigues me enough to dedicate uh, a watch yeah. of two seasons of, of the Purge TV show. Mm-mm. Uh, Marissa Tomei is in the first Purge, the fourth movie. Okay. okay. Still not going to watch it unless we pull from the bucket. I'm saying, if we pull from the bucket, I'll watch it, but that's um, the thing. I want, know, I, want, I want to know which of these movies are going to make me want to watch the sequels. Halloween did it, but I also know from everyone who's seen the Halloween movies that they fall off a cliff quickly. The second one's good. Yeah. So, I... But then there's like, there's like, like when we 10 co- others, but when we cover the scream yeah. movies, I'm really looking forward to watching because I've seen all of those, but I, I would watch all of those again. Like I like those sequels, even though they're not, even though a couple of them are, are, are a little like, eh, mm-hmm. I still like them because I love because I love scream. Hey, Chad, I yeah. might have clicked on the wiki page for the purge anarchy. Okay. Before the sixth annual purge begins on March 21st, 2023. A successful anti-purge resistance group led by Carmelo Johnson and his partner, the stranger from the first film, hijacked government feeds to denounce the new founding fathers and their actions. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. So like in that. the second movie, he's like a he's like a, a resistance anti-purge. <laughs> yeah, man. I like that. I like that. That seem and the fact that they've got at least in the first three movies the same character, it does it does make me want because I feel like I feel like they left him on such a question mark. Like we don't know his name, we don't know what happens to him. Like I did I did say that was gonna be one of the things I talked about when we did this podcast was I felt like we, we didn't even know the name of the homeless guy and we don't know his story. Mm-hmm. And so that did intrigue me. So I'm ha- the fact that he comes back for the um, other for two more. I have it, seen it, I have seen the other purge movies. Okay. I don't remember any of them that much. Okay, that's um, fair. I do remember one of the main characters is accosted by the superintendent of their building because he's like a creepy perv. And then he okay. gets mercilessly gunned down. And I okay. thought it was a fantastic scene. Yeah. Because, I mean, he, he, he attacked two women with intent to, yeah. yeah. And it was just like watching him get gunned down. I was like, maybe this series can be redeemed. <laughs> so well like i said i'll probably I'll, I'll definitely watch them when we uh we pull it i can't imagine myself sitting down and watching purge two and three um mm-hmm. just and that's yeah. just simply off of because i know eventually we'll draw it again so we will at some point but um so i'm gonna talk about one of the things that bothers me okay the blocking in this movie okay and for those of you who don't know blocking is um blocking is like how you have people enter and leave the scenes. Okay? And Chad, you can correct me if I'm describing this wrong. But it's it's how they like the staging of actors and kind of having them come in and out of scenes. And this movie does it horribly. No, I agree with you. Uh, it, it, like, it could be better. They just have the kids leave and the wife leaves. The stranger just shows up later for no fucking reason. Well, that he's was one of the things there. That... And you're like, what? Yeah. That was one of the things about this movie is uh, the house. The house is big, but the house isn't that big to where well, you wouldn't be able to like. Let's, let's you would know where everybody. Yeah, the boyfriend who clearly climbs out the window and leaves, and then yeah. all of a sudden he's under her bed. Yeah, like what? I mean, he left, have- and then the house was locked down like a minute later. So well, so he leaves, and they eat dinner. So we have to assume that. Okay, he- yeah. We have to I didn't that think about that experiment. 
We have to assume that he didn't actually leave. She went up to eat dinner. He climbed back up the window and then or climbed back up the stuck through the window and got back under the bed. We have to assume that he was literally there the whole time. Yeah. But that's another thing. If the cameras, if the cameras were always on, I mean, obviously they, they were all noticed. They were obviously all eating dinner. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell me they're during the time of him just hiding around the house. They didn't check the cameras and see if anything was happening. I don't know. I just I find well, out. I don't to- think they would have noticed him because I assume they don't have a camera inside the daughter's bedroom. True, but they have they it don't. outside. Yeah, no. But they have so what I what they would I was gonna say that what they would have noticed outside is him leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Also, but I true. guess and they, they didn't notice that. that. Yeah, because, because that's he the thing. Didn't leave. That's what. I'm, but but you would but you would think that. I don't know. I'm just so I don't understand because they have constant surveillance. I don't know how often he looks at the cameras, but considering he sells this, this equipment for a living, and he was so gun like, and he was so like prepared for the purge, I would have to assume that somebody was checking the cameras throughout the day. And you can't tell me that apparently that not, at some sure. point either showing up and climbing into the house or just seeing him hiding somewhere like i don't know i just i find that hard to i want to know yeah i want to know if their security system was like every sci-fi game ever where it's like metal shutters like (laughs) and if the whole house was just encased in metal i mean it definitely was right because but i I just want to see it yeah because you really don't yeah You, you you do see what appears to be metal sheeting Ripped off the entire front of the house. Yeah. You gonna tell me they didn't have some kind of blast door behind their front door? Right. Didn't have like quarter inch thick steel. Like, come on. Thirteen inches of super steel. Come on. Where is it? Where's the? You're in a dystopian future. Make some shit up. Right, and that's the thing too. Like, we are in the future. It would have been nice if we saw a little bit of. Granted, we're three years into the future, but or no, one year into the future, even. But we could have saw we could have saw a little bit of some uh, some technological advances. But that's just us nitpicking. Um, I think we've said all we need because it's there to nitpick, Chad. Hundred percent. No, I agree. Literally, the point of this podcast. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, but I think I think we can, unless there's anything else you want to say, I think we can go ahead and pick from the bucket. Well, what I do have to say is we need to rate the movie. Oh, true. Okay. Um, all right. I give it I'll give it a five out of ten. I think it was literally as okay as it could be. I was gonna give it a four for four shitty neighbors. Um, I'll give it a five for five weird rich killers. I think there were more than five. I think there were more than I'm five. Pretty too, sure but... there was like twelve. I think there were I think there were only I think there were more than five also, but that's still my ranking. That's fair. Anyway, um oh I dropped the paper. I, I was about to pull from the bucket here. So uh just gonna kinda give some audio while I'm pulling from the bucket here. Cause I like to mix it up and they all get clumped together, so I gotta take my time to pull a singular piece of paper out. Right. And uh Hey, Chad, I pulled another trick. Oh, hell yeah. What are we watching? I pulled Detective Pikachu. Oh, cool. All right. Hell yeah. I actually like Detective Pikachu. Yeah, maybe I'll actually maybe I'll actually come over to your place and watch this one with you now that Please I can do. leave. I like Detective Pikachu. Yeah, now that you can finally leave the house. I, I can uh, finally leave I, I feel so bad because I pulled it and I went quiet for a second. I was going to be like, do we cut this and just pull another one? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, 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 no. We oh, honor we the bucket. Keep oh, shit. I dropped it back in the bucket. Where'd it go? Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. So, okay, guys. So, next week, we will be covering Detective Pikachu, uh, one of our tricks. Um, this trick is going to be better than Batman and Robin, though, because it was just a better movie. But it's still a silly movie. There's still a lot to make fun of. Yeah. I can't find it. <laughs> it's just stuck in the bucket. Okay, well, if we ever draw Detective Pikachu again, we'll take it out and uh, we'll watch it again. <laughs> no, yeah, I guess next week we've got, <laughs> I guess next week we've got Detective Pikachu. Yeah, what do you think? Good. What are your thoughts on that? You excited to talk about Detective Pikachu? Oh, I love, I love Pokemon. Of course, the movie's of course. weird, but oh, the movie's Detective very Pikachu. weird. The movie's very I, weird. I will say, I will have problems with it. Oh, you know, me too. I already have me problems too. with it because I've seen. I already, it already know. I already know. I already know what I'm going to talk about. Like, <laughs> yeah, Pikachu. Uh, Pikachu and uh, I, I guess we'll say, it, I don't think it's we'll a spoiler to say that Mewtwo's in the movie. No, no, not, not at all. We'll, we'll, I love we'll, Mewtwo. We'll, uh, we'll 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 save our takes for the movie. But I already Can I just say uh, what I wish would have been in Detective Pikachu. Sure. That line from like Pokemon the movie 2000 or whichever one it was, where he's like, "I see now that the circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant. It's what you do with that life that gives it meaning." I wish that yeah, line would have been in there. I'm pretty sure it's not, or I was just too drunk to remember. I mean, either or. We'll find out. I'll find watching. out. But, um, yeah, The Purge, uh, Stinky. Detective uh, Pikachu, was... not Stinky. Cut out there, Chad. Well, folks, it seems Chad has died. So I'm going to go ahead and end the episode here. Um... Satan.